Dadsnet Original Podcast. Right, fellas, take me through a typical day with your kids. Well, us, uh, we start the day with breakfast. Which is a learning opportunity. Right, okay. Then we walk to nursery. Which is a learning opportunity. I spend every single day of my life hearing that they're hungry 365 bajillion times. Which is a learning opportunity. Yeah, I see where he's going. Okay, uh, bath time, bedtime. Guess what? Learning opportunity! Oh. Right. <laughs> then I disappear to the toilet to uh, have my morning. Once again. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. Way. <laughs> You're ahead of me. Learning opportunity. How? How is that a learning opportunity? Well, I mean, it's an indirect learning opportunity, but it's a learning opportunity all the same. The more you use the toilet, the more toilet rolls you collect. Therefore, the more giggly.co.uk crafts you can do, making loo roll cars. Have you tried that one? That's a big one in our households. Like, when Brad's kids are in the kitchen, they could weigh out ingredients and stuff. Uh, don't you mean count how many biscuits they're scoffing? Oh, well, yeah, that is wrong. Well. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Either way, both of those perfect. Right, walk into nursery, you do a scavenger hunt, you look out for all the various things on the route. Uh, bedtime stories, you can bring them to life through sock puppets, maybe. At breakfast, you can make bingo toast from CBeebies. There are so many great ideas for fun learning activities on the giggly.co.uk website. Learning opportunity! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Welcome to a brand new show, and we'll be doing more of the same old stuff. But we've got a special guest this week, so hey, it's slightly different. Hey. Right? We'll introduce him in a second. What we've got coming up is the big question of the week from when we all met up in London on a boiling hot June day, pretending that it was Christmas, because it's all about Christmas. Uh, we've also got the news and what's going on in the news to, uh, to affect parents and families in general. And we'll go and search someone's Google search history in the Google search history roulette bringing up all the embarrassing stuff that they have been searching for now it's the week where it's been understood there's been a little party gone on last year at number 10 downing street not enough evidence there hasn't been a party but people are resigning over the fact that there wasn't a party that they didn't make fun of and didn't mock at some point so it's all very confusing it was a cheese and wine party which apparently that doesn't affect covid so you're all right if you go to one of charles was there yeah taxable as a business (laughs) meeting so it's fine they're not paying vat on that cheese excellent excellent callback from brad prince charles and his cheese and wine powered car yes It may be he got that. Well, that embroils everyone else in it. But anyway, what I thought I'd do is introduce the panel in terms of the cheese or wine that they would be. Uh, Sparky, he's bubbly and popular with the ladies, so he'd be Lambrini. Hey, I'm more Prosecco at least. Prosecco at least. I'm more than three quid a bottle. No, cheap. 
You're not Prosecco, <laughs> You, you want to be Prosecco. You think you're Prosecco. Oh, you're no, no, I can't wait. Well, let's check out. I'll balance where I am when we tell, find out what you are. Oh, yeah. Good okay. idea. Uh, Brad is a royal nymphomane. Oh, what now? It's a, a Cape Red wine. It might not be pronounced <laughs> oh, that. I, okay. I could have put money on that being a South African wine. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds a little bit like Nymphomania. So. Quoting back to all the sex articles and things I bring up. I see. Clever. Nice. nice work. I mean, I just thought it was funny, but actually it does link up in a way. So yeah, there we go. And it's South African and it's a wine. So uh, you know what? God, I'm a Very genius. Good. You are. Um, Jackson, You're wasted here. <laughs> Tell me about it. I know that. Um, Jack plays basketball, so uh, he's a Derrily Dunker. Oh. Hey. <laughs> nice. take you to make up news, Jack. Uh, <laughs> All afternoon. Not long, Kojo. Not long as you can hear. <laughs> I've got no work done today because I've just been doing this. And you heard him there, Kojo. Welcome to the show. Uh, you'd be, obviously, because you're our guest, you'd be champagne, the finest champagne known that. to me. Oh, yes. Nice. Yes. <laughs> uh, tell us a bit about yourself, Kojo, to introduce yes. yourself to the listeners. So, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Kojo. It's spelled really weirdly. I'm spelled K W A D W O. So often people see my name and try and pronounce it their best and get it totally wrong. But yes, <laughs> Kojo, 29, approaching 30. I'll be as old as these guys soon. So I'm not looking. <laughs> oh, it's well old. <laughs> not as old as Jim for a while, Kojo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I live in London. Got a little boy. Recently turned to, um, he's a bit of a crackhead, a bit crazy, but hey, we'll take it. <laughs> um, but yes, I work in tech, and then the rest of the time, I um, I'm a social media content creator. So yeah, got 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 a mix of both. And you will have heard Kojo on the uh, Wagon Wheels chats that we had. You yeah. joined us for a couple of those, didn't you? Um, yeah. not, not the Christmas one. We, we went back to do the Christmas one just recently because uh, oh, there's no yeah. way that we'd have yeah. done that in the nah, summer and lied about it. It was too hot that day. I didn't see any Christmas jumpers. <laughs> and uh, if you follow Kojo on Instagram, you'll see him rocking some uh, super dry threads. Yes, man, he's got some serious yeah. attire. Like <laughs> he really that. has. Like, uh, yeah, we, the, the, really, we're really bringing the fashion levels of uh, loose dads up mm. today, Kojo, yeah, being on the podcast. Yeah, because I've, 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 I do have a super dry T-shirt from the uh, eBay outlet second store. Uh, that's two sizes too small. For <laughs> you know, me. So you know, we're sort of vintage. on par. It might be vintage now. It Jack. might be. I, mean, yeah. I, can, I can send you a picture of it if you want. <laughs> you see the problem I have when I'm scrolling through. And then Kojo's like pictures will come up. And then you know how sometimes like, you know, for advertisements and stuff like that, like there'll be a team that puts like this picturesque looking family together. And you think, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's just it. And then you look at Kojo and you see his family photos. You're like, how? How can they be such a good looking oh, family who are so smartly dressed? <laughs> and then I look at myself in the mirror and then I just feel shit about myself. You know? It's Instagram for you, Brad. That's oh, Instagram, mate. Remember. It's because you're sponsored by M and Co, Brad. <laughs> Brad. But you you follow me. Why have you never thought that about my pictures? Oh wow. <laughs> that's because you're sponsored by Oxfam, Jim. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> I, I kid you not. I think family taking family pictures are probably the most stressful things <laughs> yeah um, because my son's got like a to- i'll call it tolerance span where he tolerates us for about 10 seconds so if you don't get the shot in 10 seconds forget it for the whole yeah day. yeah so, yeah 
adds an element of danger to it, definitely. Oh, uh, by the way, the cheese that I would be, I, I think if I was to take one of those DNA tests, I'd come back about 65% halloumi, um, just because <laughs> I have that all the time. So, so that's what I am. And you're a bit salty, I was going to say, is that is because the texture of it is quite rubbery and like an old person's skin, you'd imagine yeah. it'd be quite <laughs> rubbery. Right, this... <laughs> We've not even started the first feature. That's two old things. That's two already. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's do Google Search History Roulette. Google Search History Roulette. This is the feature of the show where one of the panel has their last 10 Google searches in front of them. They're numbered one to 10. We choose numbers and then they have to admit to one of them that corresponds with that number. And because Kojo's the guest today, have you got your 10 in front of you? Yes, I do. And I'm going to read this out. <laughs> and you just want me to read through them? We're going to oh, pick some numbers. Pick. Okay, and okay. you have to tell us what, which one, which search one goes with that number. So, okay. Sparky, go on. You, you, uh, you give Kojo a number. Come on, then. Um, I'm going to go straight in middle of the road. Number five, Kojo. Let's see. What, what's your fifth search, mate? No. I wish you could see his face <laughs> um, uh, through the power of podcasts that we can see through the power of Zoom. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so at number five, I have. Winter Wonderland food review. Okay. Can you explain? Okay, someone's been causing My missus wants to go to Winter Wonderland, and the reason I go every year is because I like enjoy the food, right? And this year I've heard the food's like really crap for the amount you're paying for it. So I did this whole big Google research. I watched loads of vlogs. I've come to the conclusion that this year I am not going to enter on the land. Is that the, uh, the, the Winter Wonderland there in Hyde Park? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I used to love getting there, dude. The food was great, especially yeah, those apparently the food's gone meat, like meat, really meat on a bone, and oh, it was good. Yeah, I saw a video of a girl who she bought her 600 pound Balenciaga shoes, traded it in to go ice skating, and she came back and they were gone and they gave her a pair of blimps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is London for you. That yeah. is London Times for you. Tough, so, yeah. I, is this how you're getting your your nice clothes? I wish. <laughs> you know, I, about so I just set up an ice skating ring and just get. That's it. <laughs> that is the best scam I've ever heard. That is amazing. <laughs> Literally Team Rocket esque. If you remember Pokemon, scan yeah, yeah, his yeah. Instagram. He's rocking the Balenciaga. He's like, nice. Size is too small for me. <laughs> See what I thought because because you know outside of London you don't necessarily think of Hyde Park when you think of Winter Wonderland you think of all of these sort of little provincial things that they set up um, they they brand as a Winter Wonderland and they're always like in mm -hmm. some industrial park in Wigan or something like that and it always ends up being like two threadbare reindeers and a, like a drunk oh, man yeah. dressed as Santa with his beard right down swearing at children and like people the local papers love that because they get so much content out of it every year they just get an amazing I mean, story of some sad looking children and, and what you, what you realise is that the whole fossil hey I need to win a toy and I've got like I'm a sore person if I start I'm not leaving and they always get me so I end up you know paying 50 pound for a Pikachu teddy bear which will probably cost like two it's madness do you know what though one thing about Hyde Park going back to the food uh, to their winter wonderland that is where I discovered halloumi fries for the first time oh. like, I had them like a few years back I went and 
I mean, what a great addition yeah. to food, but halloumi yeah. fries are. <laughs> I, I just wonder who invented it. It's just something so random, just all of a sudden. Well, <laughs> street food, street food invented yeah, it. It's that true. sort of thing that you get at them street food markets. But yeah, thank you. Thank you, uh, Winter Wonderland, for that. I mean, how how sad is my life, though? Not up until about seven or eight years ago, I had never tasted halloumi. Never had <laughs> oh, halloumi. Oh, wow. I always thought it was some random sort of fish or something. It does look really weird, doesn't it? And then Shay got it from Nando's one time. And I went, Nando's selling halloumi. She's like, yeah, it's cheese. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> And Sorry. then you tried it and you're like, what? I've been I mean, missing out. It's man. the greatest thing ever. Sorry, me fries. Jim's reaction. Jim's reaction when you said I hadn't tried it until six or seven years ago. <laughs> No, the reaction isn't because the reaction isn't because oh how can you not have done that the reaction is do you remember almost exactly a year ago after we started this podcast one of our first online reviews was it's just a load of of, of annoying middle class <laughs> metropolitan elite people chatting about middle class stuff and halloumi confessions really just I think really plays into that so if that person has listened back after a year maybe they've seen it on their time hop and they've gone oh maybe i'll have another listen see what they're doing no. they're having confessions about when they first ate halloumi what? Like, jim, jim, i'm now getting my halloumi fries from audi so if that person is listening it, i'm still cheap like jim said in the beginning so have it it goes full circle yeah, aldi is a reasonably priced supermarket there we go there we go still shop at audi i keep it real uh right brad have you got a number to throw at coaching yeah Let's go for number two. Okay. So number two, and I kid you not, can you increase the speed of a ride-along car? So <laughs> interesting question. <laughs> De-restrict it. So <laughs> I had a moped like when, that. Once. When, my, when my son turned one, I got him this Lambo for zero to two years. Um, it, it went like decently fast and as it got bigger, it got a bit too big for him. So I've recently got him a McLaren for his second birthday. Beautiful monster of a car and it's it's fast but i have a feeling it can go faster so <laughs> had, had a bit of a goo- you know you get these like really strange diy men on youtube that just like yeah, change yeah. stuff so i thought i could find a way to make my son's ride along car go faster i'm sure yeah. i'm sure it, i'm sure you can fast and furious yeah. that boy a bad boy you can ha- hook up a couple of nitrous oxide tanks and uh, a couple of extra batteries yeah. Surely it's about the batteries yeah the, the, batteries the next the next search the next search after that or when i was looking through the thread it was like um does my son need a helmet to ride his ride along <laughs> not yet but once you've supercharged it yes <laughs> Was the answer yes? Just make it go down a hill because that would well, make sense. Well, the, the, I saw this article and then the first thing it said was, um, "You bought. We all know you bought the car for you and not for your child." So let's start <laughs> like, <well>. That is <laughs> literally every present that the children get. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Uh, right, uh, Jack. Sorry, can I can I just uh, while we're doing confessions uh, on the ride on thing? You know, my kids have. Um, ride on tractors at their yeah. grandparents house well when their grandparents were away i took the kids around there to ride on their tractors and um i might have might have had a little go on one and they're not meant for 16 stone blokes yeah when my father-in-law got back he was like oh oh one of the motors has burnt out on harry's tractor <laughs> oh or maybe he was driving uh, up against a tree or something. I was like, yeah, yeah, that was probably it. Yeah. 
Nothing yeah. to do with my fat ass. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? You're safe in this environment admitting this because you know none of your family listens to the podcast. Yeah, no, they haven't since the first few episodes, no. Because <laughs> they thought it was full of a metropolitan elite middle class people. Exactly, talking. yeah. Uh, guys, I need some halloumi. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jack, have you got a number for Kojo? Yeah, I'll just take a sip of my craft ale and. Uh, uh, <laughs> IPA. <laughs> uh, number 10. And lucky number 10, this is actually yesterday, I googled, um, how do you make moonshine? Oh. <laughs> oh. Is that just in case we go into lockdown again? Yeah, yeah. So last lockdown, I picked up a habit of making cocktails and stuff. And I'm at the stage where I went on a Long Island iced tea tour, actually. It's nice. like a um, Just trying different bars. Um, to taste, you know, who's got the best Long Island iced tea. I can never remember what they taste like. because. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I went past a stall two weeks ago and there was this lady selling moonshine, but she had like um, toffee apple, like all these different flavours. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know moonshine came in different flavours. So yeah, I might start a little business if you're going to lockdown number seven. Hey. <laughs> Kojo, you, right? Your your heritage is Ghanaian, right? Like my dad, yeah. yeah. yeah? And so, yeah. like, he always talks about when he was a kid, like um, moonshine. You mean you set up yeah. some Ghanaian moonshine? Yeah, right? it's called it's called a petishi. It's 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 strong. <laughs> yeah, because he oh, that's wow. it. him and his. He always talks about him yeah. and his mate like getting smashed on yeah. moonshine, <laughs> and he was like, "I wish I could make it here, son. I wish there was a way I knew what to do." Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll yeah, figure it out. Figure it out and I'll have a bottle for my old man, please. Uh, See, what, what, what a rich culture. We just have white lightning. Let's have number three, please, Kojo. Oh, number three. Let's see what number three is. See, I've... I mean... Okay. <laughs> um, is it illegal to use a bot? use a what a bot um so in like fashion trainer culture when shoes and stuff are released normal people enter raffle or you do it on the site and like click on it and try and get in but the people have bots that automatically do this for you and i've had such like a tough battle this year where i've entered so many raffles i've gone for so many shoes and i've lost out to people using bots so I'm, i'm thinking to switch over to the bot side and actually use a bot so yeah just checking the legalities of that yeah that's what I was saying like I I was looking because I read recently it was banned in like America but I think it's more of like a moral yeah, I was gonna well, say I don't, th- I, don't, yeah. I don't think it's illegal. I think it's just yeah. more it's just yeah. frowned upon and people try and put it a restriction. Yeah. But win shoes. <laughs> yeah, but the but the trainer game's not moral though, is it? Because most exactly. of the a lot of people yeah. just get them and yeah, they're always looking for the profit. Yeah. Like they're not mm. looking to, to actually just own them. Like they're not looking at posing exactly. and looking sharp on Instagram I, I like, like to you. Myself. And it's it's because <laughs> um there's this there's this next thing where they're now saying like having the PS5 or the Xbox, which are the latest consoles, is now considered a luxury gift um, because families are complaining for the second Christmas in a row. They can't yeah. get their hands on anything because these people buy them so quickly and resell them. So it's yeah. it's becoming like a massive issue. Well, I mean, wow. that, that, uh, talking about it, we, I'm going to geek out a little bit yeah. here, but yeah. um, next week, the next Spider-Man film is released. Thank you, Jack. Come on. Yes. Thank you. And anyway, so people have... have pre-bought their tickets in the States and are flogging them now on eBay for up to $10,000. Oh, wow. God. 
What? Who's uh, that desperate to see Spider-Man? I mean, it'll I mean, come out on Disney Plus. It's like, really someone will get a hooky link. No, you know, there's always 100%, 100% again, but exactly. But like, like um, what Kojo is saying is the fact is people always want to be the first mm-hmm. yeah. and they will buy up as much as they can and profit off of that. Yeah. There's been and a lot of hype about I mean, that, it that, as well. That, that's, that's why you have like, like you can have people like camping outside an Apple store. Exactly. No, also, it's a job. It's release. a job to camp yeah. out. Yeah. 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 But you also, Very, I also imagine they use bots for... Um, Ticket towels, don't they? They must oh, use bots to yeah. get those tickets yeah. and then yeah. Sell them some up some companies get like really smart, and um, it's actually funny. They get really smart and they introduce you know authentication things. Um, you know, are you a robot? It used to be, are you a robot? And now the robots can answer that they are they're not robots. <laughs> if those robots can see if there's traffic lights in that grainy little That's square, the then they're better than me. <laughs> That whole because sometimes it's like, oh, um, select all the hills, right? And then I see mountains, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Is that a hill? You, know, is you, know, you know which one I nine times out of ten used to fail is when it would say, oh, can you write down what this scribble oh, says? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, nine times oh, out of yeah. ten, I'll get that wrong. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> like, imagine this pressure trying to pick up, you've been waiting for like two hours on a virtual queue, your hands are sweaty. You finally got through, put in the man's details, and it goes, please select (laughs) four mountains. Just because you've delayed by 30 seconds, you've missed up. (laughs) Like, that's like the level. Oh, painful. And that's yeah. why I do nothing that's new and get nothing that's new and have no interest in anything that's new <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, and because I'm lazy as well. This is Loose Dads from Dads Network. Look inside the news next. Keep listening. Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Make sure you check us out on this social media thing that all the kids seem to have nowadays on their telephones and their laptop computers. Um, we're on Instagram at Loose Dads Pod. We're on Facebook. Just search for Loose Dads Podcast and you'll find our group there. And you can interact with us and chat with us and slate us. And you could say nice things as well, but it just doesn't seem to happen particularly very often for some it's, it, it seems like uh, It seems like Paul's gone off of Sparky these days. I don't know what's happening. Hey, yeah, yeah. Heard from Paul for a while. Yeah. Exactly, Paul, man. But you know, it was nice while it lasted, guys. Um, yeah. At least one of us got some positive feedback. Um, let's get <laughs> on the podcast. I think Paul from Canada is in a quarantine hotel waiting to come and see you. Starting. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <what it is. laughs> I'll wait to see you, Paul. Can't wait to see you. Right, let's look inside the news. the covid thing is a nice little route into the news isn't it because remember last year last december uh when we were told you can definitely have christmas and then all of a sudden went actually you can't have christmas because of the covids and things like that uh and we all went all right well we'll just not do much and at number 10 downing street what they did instead was go let's have a big old party with christmas jumpers and games and all sorts of stuff like that Shh, don't tell anyone or what we'll also do though is just in case this leaks out we'll have a little practice press conference <laughs> to see what we'll do where we'll all have a jolly good laugh at all the stupid people looking after themselves and each other while we're having super good fun playing past the parcel or whatever it is they played at 10 downing street well that's come out this week and um 
yeah, the prime minister, not for the first time, made himself look a bit stupid by denying it ever happened and then having to vaguely go, well, I didn't know it happened. It did happen, but everyone was socially distanced. He can't really seem to get his own story straight. And yeah. uh, the spokeswoman has now stood down. He's not stood down because he doesn't have the tiniest bit of honour in his little finger. Um <laughs> And it's just all a massive mess. People are pretty cross. And I've yet to hear, all I've heard is people go, well, they all worked in the same office, so that's all right. That's the only defence I've heard. Other than that, it's just people going, how dare this happen? How dare they be laughing at us like this? How dare they make these rules and then go back on them? But it's interesting because also this week, uh, they've now tightened the COVID rules in England and they've uh, brought through this uh, nationalities bill, which can effectively mean they can strip people of their citizenship, even if they haven't got anywhere else to go. So it's difficult to know because we've always talked on this podcast about how the government does one thing to distract from another. But I'm trying to work out what's the thing they want what's us to talk about. <laughs> what's the thing they don't want us to talk about? It's oh. getting confusing. So that's the big story. It's, we've talked before about whether, does it make our job more difficult as parents telling kids that they should do as they're told when the government that makes the rules for the country doesn't do it? But it's a big deal, isn't it? This is genuinely a public figure. I mean, he says he's not told a lie. He's lied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I d- he could sue he- me, but I think he's going to have to sue a lot of people before he gets to yeah. me. And yeah. I don't know if he's going to bother. I, 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 you know, you know what? And this is just me being like me. The way I see it, government is like our parents. Just, just listen to me for a sec, right? Now, if, my my parents are going to sue you for saying. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, when, when I when I lived with my mom and dad, um, my dad used to always say, "Don't drink from the." Not milk, I hate milk. They don't drink the juice from the juice carton thing. You know, we used to yeah, have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't drink and it straight out of the bottle. Yeah, yeah. And I'll see him chugging it down. I can't turn around and go, but you're chugging it down because, you know, it's his house. We People voted Boris and his team in. So what if they had a f-ing Christmas party? Oh, sorry. Not <laughs> all of us. <laughs> all of us voted him in. So, so what if they had a Christmas party? We've got bigger fish to crack. Like, do we always, I feel like the public's always looking for something from the government to get angry about. Boris ain't stepping down. We are wasting our time. You're wasting time. You're crying about a Christmas party. Boo-hoo, it happened. <laughs> and that recording, and if, if that recording hadn't come out, no one would know it happened, right? And this is the thing. Whoever leaked that recording, good on them. Because that's funny. I would love to have a rehearsal. <laughs> it's like something's gone wrong at work and the managers practice before yeah. it gets out. And someone's leaked that. It's happening every day. The amount of people that had Christmas parties, the amount of companies, the people, the amount of people online right now slating the government. And last year they were sitting at a Christmas party or they went out for drinks. Or they snuck to your friend's house. Let's not do this. You're all guilty. Boris is guilty. If you want to have a Christmas party this year, have it. If you catch COVID and you die, it's on you. That's that's my I, take. I would disagree though, because you, it's, it's very easy to say, oh, everyone does it. But that's not true, is it? Lots of people didn't. I don't have a Christmas party. I didn't go and do that. I stuck to the rules. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's me being stupid. I don't know. But a lot of people did. A lot of, a people, lot of people lost couldn't family. Go and, yeah, and they, lost family family. Yeah. They, they couldn't yeah. go and see them. I mean, I, th- I think, yeah, a lot of go- go- government does a lot 
of dodgy things all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, Everything's dodgy. Uh, people, people in power, let's say, yeah. do dodgy things a lot of the time. But I don't Specific think that le- lets power. them lets them off the hook. I think they should be held accountable, especially if they're lying about something. Because I don't know if the party thing had come out and they'd apologised. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would have been maybe a bit easier to take. Nah. Is the fact that he went, no, there's no party, and they went, well, there was, and this here's a video was, of it, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Do you I think, think what, so, firstly, I just I just want to say how refreshing it is to have someone on this podcast who is offending the other guys besides me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Oh no, oh, no. no that's, Kojo that's didn't. No, Wait. Can I just say Kojo didn't offend me? You did, but well, he didn't. You, dis- <laughs> you, you disagreed with him, and it's just yeah. nice. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. Um, you still offend secondly, me and disagree with me. <laughs> <laughs> but secondly, I, I, I in fact my thought process was going along the same lines of his at the end of it. I was like, man, as parents, the amount of times I morally lie to my kids about don't do this, don't do that. You shouldn't eat chocolate at this time because of that. And then I'm the absolute hypocrite. I think at the end of the day, they're just humans. Um, They're going to do what they want to do. And the same as even if the government does turn around and say, oh, you shouldn't do this. Those who feel that they want to will still do it. Those who feel that they don't want to, because it may impact them on their, their health wise, or maybe impact others that they, they know health wise, then they don't. So it, but it, weakens, it weakens their position, doesn't it? Yeah, it yeah, you only get so much of You only get to make the, the rules for so long until you then keep oh. breaking them yourself. And then people go, actually, this is just well, bullshit. Why am I going to do this? Because, because, because even, like, everyone, if you ask all the experts, everyone, everyone was surprised, like genuinely surprised at how much people stuck to, to the restrictions last year. Like it was, it was a really positive thing that people mm. would were doing what they needed to do to keep other people safe. Yeah. And and now the government are coming out and saying again, "Oh, we need you to do this to keep everyone safe again," but we're not going to. Like, of course, everyone's going to turn around and go, "Well, f- you." Yeah, I think. But again, though, Jack, I think the majority of people who want to be safe to be safe will you be safe. safe. Yeah, they will comply. I don't yeah. like. I think. I, I. I. People will listen to the government on certain things, like work from home. Oh f- me! Everyone will jump on that bandwagon. Um, but if the government says, "Oh, don't do this," people will be like. Either they'll be like, no, who are you to tell me what to do? I'll do what I want anyway. Yeah. Or most people be like sensible and they'll be like, you know what? Yeah, because I might get sick or someone in my household is. is no, uh, no, 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 All right then, Brad. No, Brad, no, Brad, no, Brad, Brad we... here's a good one. I think it's a great breakdown of it. You know, the, at the swimming pool on holiday, every swimming pool, no diving sign, right? If you dive in and break your neck, then no one's going to help you, right? Like that's, yeah. that's what you're saying is like, if we applied that to COVID, if you go, all right, fine, you know what? I'm going to break rules. And if, and I get COVID and I have to go to hospital, I'm either paying for my treatment or I'm not getting treated because the, the thing is, it's like there are rules there that are put in for our safety. I've dived in a no diving pool. We will, you know, we've all done that. Like yeah. I think that's a relatable thing to say that we've all sort of, you know, flouted the rules at some point, but <laughs> this guy is the man setting the rules. It's like, you know, he, he, the fact that he denied the party or didn't even like accept it. When there's a policeman on the door, like that bit annoyed me the most when Cressida the Dick was like, oh, we're not going to investigate it until we get yeah. a complaint. There's a policeman that stands outside 10 Downing Street every day. You Why see, the thing go- is, 
I think that's exposed the truth. And it's like, yeah. you know, in those uh, supermarkets in dodgy areas where they have a cardboard cutout of a policeman <laughs> in the window. <laughs> that's <laughs> exposed the Bargains, truth. Bargains, mate. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's the truth, though. Because if there was a policeman stood outside my house and he thought there was a party going on, guess who's getting a knock? You know, that's the difference. Yeah, like that's, yeah. And now I feel oh, like that's true. what makes people feel like it's one rule for them and run one rule for us. And, and th- that's my grievance. It always has. It always has been way. I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about we people are trying to hold, trying to get Boris to hold himself accountable. We're talking about a man who, when COVID started, went around and said, he's not wearing a mask. He's going to go to hospitals and shake everyone's hands. And he did. And what happened two weeks later? The guy caught COVID and everyone said he's going to die. This is the same word. So when the, when it comes out and says, and then like, oh, there was a Christmas party. I'm sorry, was anyone surprised? Were people really surprised that there was a Christmas party? Were like people really surprised that the government, the British government, did not stick to what they were saying? It happens all the I, time. I, I think what surprised me about it is is not necessarily that Boris Johnson was lying because uh, part of the course. We've got to this point that we got to with Donald <laughs> Trump, you know, everything that comes out of his mouth, you're like, yeah, it's probably a lie, isn't it? And 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 he's told so many lies that it's really quite hard to keep track of them and which one was the worst one. And it's just, uh, it's, it's all a bit complicated, so let's just ignore it. But it's the rest of the government. It's it's that press briefing, that practice press briefing. It's it's the Jacob Rees-Mogg speech where everyone's cheering, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it's, this whole thing has shown that it is not just Boris Johnson. This, yeah, they this, all think they're this, better than us. This yeah. lying, this corruption, this goes, this goes deeper, even down to you know Cressida Dick and the head of and the Metropolitan Police were turning a blind eye to it, and and aren't going to investigate it because it's. A but right now, today, people, yeah. Like, but right now, people who had parties last December are getting prosecuted by the police. Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. and that's that's the bit that's not fair. You know, it's almost like, hold on, how are people going to end up getting ten grand fines or going to jail, or getting a small sentence when? And, and that they, happened, and, yeah. and and these people, these people think that because because they're in government, they're untouchable, and and that the rules shouldn't apply to them, and and it's really important that we as a society do uphold that and do hold them accountable because because they need to be held accountable for their actions. Sorry, I lost my. Yeah, but doesn't doesn't this show <laughs> us what are they trying to distract us from? What was the hot topic at the beginning of the week? That white powder they found in places that it shouldn't be. Oh god, <laughs> I'd like, even forgotten about that. Oh, that, man, that, was, you see? that was four scandals again. It. <laughs> exactly. It, so it's like it's 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 shift everyone's attention from the snow they found where it shouldn't be snowing. They found a baggie down the back of the toilet. A Christmas party and people are resigning. And once all of this is done, they would have I'm, forgotten and we'll move on. I'm the sure. Next. I'm sure there was plenty of that at that Christmas party too. <laughs> oh yeah. <I> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who got the bag? Just just for legality. I said. Probably, I said. You meant, probably. and also you meant snow, actual real also snow, yeah, snow like, yeah, from the snow machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the thing man. is, on on our street, I've talked about this before. The the a family over the road when the parents went away, the teenager had a party that um, was on like Snapchat, that Snapchat thing where you can find out where people are online. Yeah. Um, location. Your location thing. Everyone came to it from roundabout because they saw lots yeah. of people gathered together and she shouldn't have had that party. And what happened after that? was that her dad took her around the street apologising to everyone on the street. So I'm expecting Stanley Johnson to come with his son <laughs> at some point later this Please. week, knocking on the door. Not Hopefully not getting too close to me because... Uh, let, uh, let's move on. Um, 
<laughs> Shaq, have you Hopefully got any not stories? coming too close to our house because the other day uh, it was local council elections here and uh, the Tory candidate came and knocked on the door and he's like a 22 year old Boris Johnson with dark hair right he's like whoa, whoa, hello, whoa, yes I'm standing as your local councillor and I'm stood there listening to him and I'm being very polite and Danny shouts from outside she went is that the Tory guy I went yeah she went tell her a f- off we're not voting for him <laughs> <laughs> oh when you get back up from the wife like that there's nothing better man and what I also love about that anecdote was as soon as Jack had said it he reached down to make a note of when he said the worst <laughs> Words, so that he could he could bleep it out later. Oh no, this is a bleep fest bonanza. This episode, there's a professional. Jack, what's your news story? Okay, right. I think you're all going to be really excited about this. Harley Benton has uh, stepped up its multi-effects pedal game, uh, and they're releasing a, a 250 pounds multi-effects processor with uh, 51 amp models, 31 captains, Kojo, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. And even a 52 oh, second looper. And it's really, you know, it's a bit of a game. This is not news. It's going up against the, uh, the some guitar Kojo, shit. Uh, the Fractal, yeah, yeah, yeah. The head rush. Uh, to be honest though, dude, I'd only ever heard of... Um... Uh, line six and boss. So, um, right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking a line yeah, six. I'm lost too, Kojak. Don't um, worry. But I might can be tempted we, to try this out for 250. Can well, we at this point, not bad at all, dude? Can we split this podcast into Brad and Jack and then the rest of us? <laughs> you know, have you ever listened to Radio 4? Sometimes they go off and do like the uh, extended news on long wave yeah. and they stay around for the archers on FM. That's kind of what I want to do here. Yeah, no. uh, I don't want to start splitting our listeners. It's going to get a bit too fine. <laughs> the guitar yeah. gang, mate. Uh, no, I know. To be fair though, Jack, I did get my acoustic guitar out this week and played the three chords I can play, and I thought nice, you wanted to nice. do that. So you just strum it. Thanks, mate. Maybe. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And, and I had a good strum as well, Kojo. Kojo, are you are you musical, Kojo? Please. I I used to play the piano, and I picked up the violin for a year, and then oh. I just. Oh, yes, yes. Is there anything you can't do? You Someone with a touch of class. Music. Yeah, I did GCSE music because I wanted to spite my uncle because um, he's a very like he was I was staying with him at the time, very strict man. Um, you know, made us do extra homework. He was a teacher at the time. Um, so yeah. Did music out of spite? Music, I think music <laughs> and drama. And you went for the scratchiest instrument. You yeah. went, I'm going to play a violin. <laughs> Screw you. And it's, and it's important that I practice over <laughs> and over oh, again. Man. Kojo, does he hate it that you're a content creator now? Yeah. You can't make money off this nonsense. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I stopped actually was because I had to carry the violin every day. Like the school one back, and after like the week, I was like, oh, I can't do this. I can't. So mate, I like a gangster. To mate, yeah. I used to, I used to play the cello. Think how I felt. Dude, we used to call them um, turtle kids. Cello, cello players are turtle kids. <laughs> Kid Donatello, man. Um, Sparky, please rescue us from music chat. What's, yeah. what's your story? Uh, okay, right. I'm gonna take us back into the realms of COVID, but it's for comedy, right? I can like because it's my favorite Not, story. Nothing yeah. funnier oh. than. 100,000 deaths. <laughs> no, no, but there's no, okay. What about Said COVID? Boris Johnson. Uh, All right, I know no. next week. They're going to play this about... audio next year and I'm going to have to resign, guys, because we're laughing. Stop laughing, though, because you will not believe this. COVID fraud has taken place in Italy. Have you heard the story about the Italian man that went to get a COVID vaccine 
and he wore a prosthetic arm so he oh. didn't actually have to get the vaccination. <laughs> well, he tr- he didn't get it anyway. Like, but he to try and jab flag- the wrong arm. <laughs> no, the nurse luckily. <laughs> the nurse luckily noticed. That but like, yeah, genius. he wore like a full body suit type thing with a prosthetic arm. Um, he's actually turns out he's a dentist and he needs the um, needs the certificate so he can <laughs> not continue. a good one uh, yeah not a good yeah, probably a backstreet one like Dr Nick off the Simpsons uh, right <laughs> but he um, yeah he, he needed the, the, the tick to say that he'd had the um, the COVID vaccination so he fought a way around it because he didn't want to obviously put that poison in his arm yeah. guys um, he he jabbed he, he, went, he took a prosthetic arm the nurse went she tapped for a vein when uh, I'm not sure there's nothing there that's your actual she said, arm there she said, hold on, she said hold on. Your was, she drawing, was she drawing blood or just giving him an injection why would you need to tap for a vein oh I don't know mate well whatever she she <laughs> noticed I don't know I was just trying to set the scene Brad I'm, I'm, I don't know if she actually did <laughs> tap the vein <laughs> whatever she was preparing his arm putting the alcoholic wipe if you like for realism I don't okay. know mate I wasn't there but what <laughs> she did say was she, said, <laughs> she went is it she went is this wooden <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, my needle the, can't the, pierce the wood. There's someone listening right now. He's listening to the podcast right now. He's taking out his notebook and crossed it. I said, okay, I can't leave that. <laughs> <laughs> that's God. I just thought, I mean, what length? I mean, that's crazy. Spark- Sparky, the only thing I can think of is like when she put the injection in, it pierced the, the, the prosthetic thing, but as she squirted, it probably squirted back out. <laughs> <way. laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so yeah, he's being done for fraud. He's taking out having his dentist license taken away from him. Um, oh, wow. Just get the jab. How, yeah, like, really, if you just thought, oh, actually, if I was going to get to keep my career, maybe I'll just get the injection, even if you're so, not for it or whatever, you know. Like, so, so the official slogan of this episode is, don't be a, don't be a dick, just get the prick. If you like, Brad. Yeah. There's, there has been a lot of uh, talk of my age, but I have had the booster this week. So that's hey! just how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Jim's God. Been, just Jim's been so signed up. He's not vulnerable. He's just old. What booster is this for? Because right? I, I, I keep getting confused and I can't keep up. Is this the third booster or the fourth one for the Omicron? Is there going to be a fourth one for the. Oh, I don't know about that one. This is just the third one because you know, I'm young in here, but I'm not on that. But the, the week before, when it was yeah. just the over 50s, I took my neighbour to go and get her injection. Mm-hmm. And I was just standing there waiting. And they were obviously trying to sort everyone out. And they came up to me and went, uh, well, have you, you had your jab, mate. And I'm like, no, I'm too young for it. <laughs> and then by months, did you turn your baseball cap backwards? You go, like, no, I'm a youth. I'm not. not What's up? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. This this flat cap is Peaky Blinders, not old man. <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, right, Kojo, content warning here. Um, yes. I'm going to go to Brad for his news story. It's usually something disgusting. So, you know, just be prepared. Oh, no, no, no. This, this, um, in this, uh, this week's been pretty slow on the disgusting front, but I thought this article was quite interesting. So, Jim, as, as an aging member of this group, um, we really things, know about things... it tonight. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> feel like you need to cuddle. One of the things I'm sure you're worried about is the growing risk of developing Alzheimer's as you age. Of right? course, yes. Mm-hmm. And another Serious. another issue of when you get older, you develop impotence, right? Not yet. 
What? No, no, no. Wow, wow, Jim. That can be our next week. I can prove podcast. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh, no, put it away. Put it away. We've got a guest on, mate. Is there, is there like an, um, um, is there an OnlyFans channel? That yeah. Oh, no, Jim has Jim's an OnlyFans. Only yeah. yeah. We call him the tripod. <laughs> if you've never seen a, a peephole cardigan, then you're in for something. <laughs> 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 Most awkward is boner right now, guys. But let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jim, you are in such good luck for uh, for peaking that old age because they've just recently found that taking Viagra lowers the risk of developing Alzheimer's by up to sixty nine percent, and that's an sixty nine percent. I mean, you couldn't oh, ask for any wow. better percentage number. When the scientists saw that, though, they were like, "No one is going to believe this. <laughs> exactly. We're going to have to run these tests yeah, again. They, no they one is going to believe." Yeah. Brad, oh, are you sure you've read there it? There you go. Oh, sorry, Cody. Brad, are you sure you read that from a news site and not your inbox of your email? Because it sounds like a proper old screen. I mean, the top of it does say um, enlarge your penis size by getting stung by a bee. I mean, what websites do you go on? No, no, no. I'm kidding. What you do with bees is your own thing. Um, yeah, but anyway, so it's um, apparently it's been uh, they tested over sixteen hundred. Um, pe- uh, no, 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 not penises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> flap, flap, flap. Do you remember your name? <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Um, How about now? <laughs> scrap the number. I've got that, a that. raging boner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my name is. <laughs> Uh, when my uh, when my granddad was uh, he was getting quite old he um, he, he went to the doctors and uh, they they, um, they diagnosed him with Viagra for something it was something to do with his blood or something like that but it was Viagra yeah, is that, is that yeah, to yeah. stop is that to help stop him from rolling out of bed in the middle of the night well, that was what I was going to say that was what he said I was like oh you know has it had any effect he went yeah I, I, uh, I don't roll out of bed anymore ah! <laughs> he genuinely yeah <laughs> And it, you know that was Got a kickstand, and I was kickstand. just. I don't think you're ever ready for your granddad to talk about that. Oh, I don't know about you, but no. Mm. Oh, fair play to him. Oh well. Anyway. anyway, so yeah, that's it from me. Yeah, that's it. That's just a short, sweet. That, short see that? Cute. Not anymore. Not for sure. No, it still is, Kojo. It still is. <laughs> Hey, we uh, that's we his nickname, Short and Sweet. Short. No, that's Sparky. Hey, 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 that's got nothing to do with my penis. Uh, <laughs> I'm just little. So we we ended the news. He, shot, he, he doesn't actually shop at Aldi. He shops at Little. Hey, hey. I, 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 hey. Right, okay, this has gone up. We we've really given you the full delivery to loose dads tonight, Kojo. I love it. I love it. We um we ended the news uh, section talking about a penis, and we started it. To... Anyway, let's move hey! on. <laughs> it's our Christmas chat about the expense of Christmas, and it's coming up next on Loose Dads. Loose dads from Dad's Night. It's me, it's Brad, it's Jack, it's Sparky, and Kojo's here as well. Uh, now, Kojo, you, uh, as we mentioned, you met up with us for our conversations powered by Wagon Wheels. Uh, we did that in the middle of summer in London, um, old London town, where the streets were paved with 
Well, I mean, you can guess what they're paying. Um, but you joined us for a couple of the conversations which we've played out already over the last few months. Uh, we're going to do a conversation that we did that was scheduled to take place now near Christmas. It was weird talking about Christmas six months ago, but it makes sense now. Um, well, but not, be- not for Jack, though. He's had his Christmas tree up since then. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's not me. It's my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely the wife. So... Um, before we get into it, we do mention in this uh, conversation about whether we spend too much on children at Christmas. Uh, mm-hmm. You have already mentioned the McLaren that you've got for your son. <laughs> that was a birthday. Is it like birthday McLaren, Christmas, yeah, so, just a little panda yeah, pop and that's so it? We, so my wife's a Jehovah's Witness, so she's like on zero on birthdays and Christmas. Um, I, I am not a fan of Christmas because I didn't like the idea of having to spend time with family all day. I just want to stay in my room and play games. So I've never cared for Christmas. Um, Birthdays, I'm a bit impartial. I get upset when people forget, but deep down, I don't care. Um, But when it comes to spending and spoiling, I say spoiling, spending money on your kids, I... I think you should. I, I'm, I'm more for buy your kids as many things as they possibly want, um, which is how I treat my son. But I do always make a point to teach him, you know, try and share. Um, I just don't, I, do, I don't want my child to want anything. I just want him to appreciate what he has, but I want him to be able to share. So um, during lockdown, I'll pop into BNM and they do these amazing toys, two for 20. And every day, like the the BNM is by the gym, and I'll, whenever I finish, I'll buy him a new toy. My family, are you buying them too much? But they're kids; they play and they forget things. So why not? Why not? <laughs> if you want to teach him to share, the toy is fifteen pounds. It's like just spoil your kids while you can. That's if how I see it. If you want to teach him to share, you got to get him the ultimate present for that: uh, a sibling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then tell me what a good idea sharing is. Uh, <laughs> see, that, that impacts my sanity, so yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I love I love what happens with siblings, though. It's amazing, isn't it? That they can have not thought about a toy for a year, and yeah. as soon as their sibling yeah. wants that toy, all of a sudden, I want that as well. <laughs> no one's even. It's got dust on it. It's right at the back. It's covered under all sorts of like Christmas decorations from last year and stuff. But all of a sudden they both wanted it at the same time. It's yeah. amazing. But that's a perfect time to start playing Mortal Kombat with the kids. You oh. set them up at opposite ends of the room <laughs> and then you let them go and there. And then, and, then, and then, yeah, whoever's got the one in the headlock, you're like, finish him. And then <laughs> when, oh. when me and my sister were kids, we both did Taekwondo. And yeah. literally that was how I tried to resolve every argument. <laughs> Get your sparring kit off, we're fighting. Let's have it. <laughs> I mean, so, so going to it, Kojo, like, from my experience of having spent many, many moons and years buying mm. kids absolute tripe, I think sometimes they were happier with just the wrapping paper oh, yeah. and then ball it tinfoil. Um, but I'm so, like, even my folks these days are like, oh, I want to buy the, the kids a, a gift, but I'm worried about that you're just going to bin it because I'm ruthless as hell. Now. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've just, I've spent far too many years with like just crap lying around all over the place. I'm just like, oh, they haven't, yep, they haven't played with that in about 48 hours. Bin. <laughs> bin. <laughs> but you see, I was like that. My wife was like, she takes the toys out in rotation. So I'd say I've got like two sides to me. I'm like, I'm really techie. So my son's got like robots. We've got like 
a Ruby Sapien, which I bought second hand. I don't know if you guys remember Ruby Sapiens. Um, they used yeah. to like walk around the white and pick up stuff. I'll send you a picture. But I bought a second hand one, brought it back to life, spray painted it. We've got like a robot dog. We've got dinosaurs. So we've got like the robotic side, which he's a bit too young to sort of play with it fully, but he knows if he presses the remote or dance and stuff like that. So like he's developing that way. So those and are the toys got, for you to enjoy. Yeah, your yeah, toys. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds like you've got a load of toys that your son is like literally the it's owner. A, it's, it's, it's the same as I got my boys an Xbox S Series S earlier it's in the year. All these guitars. All these guitars. Just yeah, based on, on that, hand. I'm getting Jackson an Xbox, the new one <laughs> for Christmas. As you should. As you should. He's not even two yet. <laughs> and this leads into our chat that we had, powered by Wagon Wheels. Have a listen to this. home from school saying that their friend got a PS5, a new phone and a bike from Santa and now they're confused about why Santa got their friend so much and them so little. And it's because you're tight, by the way. <laughs> how, how do you feel? It's because Santa loves your friends. <laughs> They've just been better. Um, how do you feel? What do you do? This is an interesting one, isn't it? Because this is, I think, where parents can fall out when you yeah. find out that other parents in your child's class have been spending hundreds of pounds to be Santa and you're just getting them like some chocolate. Mm. What is that situation? Now, Brad, I guess yours are the oldest, kind of yours, are they out of Santa now? No. They're still enough, in no. Santa. Well, the funniest thing is like my eldest was seven at, uh, at the time when someone at school told him that Santa wasn't real. Seven years old. Ah, oh, come on. So we were always very open with him. He came back and said, are you and mommy so, uh, Santa? Yes, we are. Just try not to tell your brother. And it's now gotten to the point again where he's made such an effort to make it special for his brother that he's starting to believe again. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't, we don't broach the topic and be like, yeah. you do remember Santa's, <laughs> yeah. you know, or the Easter bunny or the tooth fairy or, um, so yeah, so we still have to make an effort because, right. um, they still both believe. We we try and try and keep just the stockings from Santa. Like our kids are little, so they don't really know what's going on at the moment. Mm -hmm. But we try and keep the stockings from Santa so that it is small presents, so that they're not getting more than other people from Santa. If they oh, get a big present, great. it's from us. Mm. But Santa isn't going to get you the big stuff because there'll be other kids who can't afford bigger yeah. stuff from Santa. Um, yeah, so we don't want our kids to be the kids in the class going, Santa got me a PS5. Yeah. I want, yeah. I want that credit. Why do we let this man take the credit for our, <laughs> that's a good for our spending? And that's, that's interesting. I don't know, because I don't even know what age you sort of stopped believing in Santa. I can't remember what it was for me, but at the moment, my daughter's seven, and I don't think she would quantify she knows money, but I don't think she would quantify the worth of presents and say that person got something more impressive than me. She mm. she tends to get sort of vaguely what she wants, but we tend to buy it sort of maybe secondhand from charity shops, from whatever. 
Um, but she's never really asked for anything like major yet. So I don't know how, I'm just hoping that she doesn't believe in Santa when we get to that next hurdle. So we can just go, oh, you're getting this, tell your brother who got it from Santa, it's all right. <laughs> he's not He's not horrible Santa. He's not going around giving some kids big things and some kids little things. So I don't, I don't really know. I'm just hoping that that situation doesn't come up, which I don't think is a healthy way to run a <laughs> parenting relationship. <laughs> it's just hoping that the awkward conversations don't happen. Yeah. Well, that's parenting. <laughs> that is a little bit, yeah. It is. So what are you going to do with your boy, Sparky? I, like, I really don't know because I'm really conscious of him being spoiled. Like, I come from like quite a humble background and I've met a lady that has definitely scaled me up, let's just say. Like, so you I, punch I, him. Yeah, I'm punching. Like, <laughs> I, I'm a council boy and so I didn't have loads growing up. Uh, you know, the big presents often came from my nan and granddad because they would throw them in. So at the same time as wanting to give Jackson everything I can and everything I didn't have when I I was a kid I also feel that the best lesson I've got in life is not wanting all these overzealous things in you know and needing the, the latest computer and need you know that's not important what's important is Christmas and the magic of Christmas and seeing your family and the special food that your nan makes mm. and you know <clears throat> but I know in a school environment when your kids get a little bit older and I, I actually do remember like my mate Ash getting tons more than me at Christmas and me thinking it's not fair Mm. It's it's not fair, but actually, I don't know ever the education of it all is gives me a better grasp on life of what's important. Um, but with Jackson, I'm gonna I bought him a ridiculous like ride on car, which was too much, you know, too much for him for his first Christmas. But that's because I was excited and I bought that. You, you can't help but spoil them, can you? Like, yeah. Like, you just gotta be you, I You've gotta be you. You've gotta do your own yeah. thing. But it's nice to be conscious of other parents who can't spend as much and their kids might feel they're getting a bad deal off Santa. Here's a valid question. Should we just squash the idea of Santa? You say we kill Santa? Like, I mean, come on, the magic Whoa. that that brings at Christmas. No, but, the, but it's not. It's the magic of the, the, the time of year and the, the giving of gifts. Because, like, if you think about it, most of these parents that buy their kids all of these luxurious things is because they want to show up everyone else. But that would make Christmas a very dark night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was itching to get that in. Like, spot the dad. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a genuine question because, like, as you say, like, what does he bring other than you say, oh, Santa's bringing you gifts? But, like you say, does that then create a lot of hurdles? Nul right? nul exactly. Nullify that point of actually, mom and, and, and I, we, we work hard and we wanted to give you something lovely for this time. Could, could, could Santa just come and eat the mince pie and drink the whiskey? Well, that's weird. And leave some it? chocolates and sweets. That like, is like, weird. Like, like, We're just going to let a man come in and eat some chocolates and yeah. then just leave, but without yeah. saying hello to us. Stranger, so not even give me a present. <laughs> if Clive from number four comes in and starts eating our mince pies, call the police. <laughs> like, it's not okay. But but you, are you saying then that there is an acceptable price for strangers to come into your house? Well, here's an awkward conversation. Yeah. Your kids, your kids comes home from school and goes, ah, oh, wow, Simon's mum and dad work a lot harder than you because you got they got me <laughs> and you just got me some marbles. Like this is why Santa's important for us. And also, there are parents right now, you know, and have been all the way throughout the year going. Hmm? 
better do that, otherwise Santa won't come. And that is a, oh, one of the greatest deterrents. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. There is a great sort of, uh, yeah. don't act like a jerk because Santa's going to, you know, not bring you anything. Call which, bring is, which, paper. Is, which is one of the greatest things is what you do is you, you wrap a few empty boxes and you put them under the tree and you pretend they're gifts. And when they step out of line, you say, that's it. And you throw it in the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> See, that Brad with that real, you know, what, what should we call that? Just solid parenting. Solid, <laughs> solid. I mean, it's not helicopter parenting, it's bulldozer parenting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, what, what do you call them, a John Deere tractor? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So are we spending too much money on Christmas then, do we think? Yes, yeah. I, I think these days, like as already at Jackson being 17 months old, I think he has way too much. Mm-hmm. And that is not, that's because we love him. And I understand why parents end up buying stuff for their kids because they love him like, my kids have so much that it, at the end of the day, it just litters the floor of the playroom. Mm, and yeah. I have to go in and pick up 3,000 small bits of wood in different shapes. <laughs> it's so true, yeah. though, mate. It's yeah. so true. Have you ever played Magic Mess, though? What's that? Hey, oh, hold on. It's going to teach us something amazing. <laughs> it's where the kids have to put away everything because one of the bits of uh, stuff on the floor is magic. And when that gets put away, ding, 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 they get a round of applause, a sweet, something, you know, whatever reward you want to give them. You just get the pleasure of having got the magic mess. Is it time. always the last piece? It's usually <laughs> last or in the last five. Yes. <laughs> I do mix it up sometimes. I mean, obviously it's magic mess, it's real. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, you know, but it just happens. You can't rig it. No, you can't. It's just <laughs> the, the way the cookie crumbles or the way the wagon wheel crumbles. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. But yeah, look, there's a lot to be said for Santa. There's a lot, and it's kind of magic to have that feeling and go to see yes. Santa before Christmas but yeah well, I think do we need to sit down and make a law about how much people can say from Santa because that's like a 20 quid limit or something <laughs> like secret Santa <laughs> <away>. <laughs> The rest mum and dad are getting the credit for. I'm all up for yeah. us getting more credit. But also, you've got, you've got to do the wise purchases, and I'm sure you have as well. It's like, uh, at some point, yeah, we're going to be due an upgrade on an Xbox One, but that's mm-hmm. also a gift that I can uh, get involved uh, in, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they get older, yes, yeah, they start to get become... those sort of shared gifts. Mm, my three-year-old's loving that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is Call of Duty, son. <laughs> I'm surprised my daughter, my daughter is pretty smart, but she hasn't at yeah, any point, and this may be because she doesn't want to ask the question she doesn't want the answer she hasn't said how come everyone gets me a present except you two (laughs) (laughs) definitely going forward I feel you know you said earlier that how are you raising your kids around Christmas like for me I just want to make sure because that's what my mum and dad did for me it's the importance of Family, yeah. That's like like your cousins are coming over. Like that's when I think of Christmas. I think all my cousins coming over on Boxing Day and us playing the new Master System in Nan's front room and all the adults being in there watching Noah's Christmas presents and things like that. You know, it's like that. That's what you should focus on Christmas and. Every present you get is a bonus, but I want him to know that it's all about your family more. But the middle of that was the new master system. The new master system. Hey, Alex, the kids know the presents are important. Remember that? We do a thing at Christmas, the reverse advent calendar, and it's um, there's an organisation where we live called uh, Wharfdale Refugee Response. And what you do is, instead of, well, you do your advent calendar or whatever, but you, for December, you put one sort of food item like a something that refugees in the area need um and you put one in every day so you have at the end of christmas you've got 24 uh like kind of tins of tuna things that they kind of need and then after christmas you go and take them off which is kind of how we're 
broaching the subject of not everyone has okay. what we have as well. Because I think that's kind of important at that time of year as well, is that not everyone's having that amazing time. Mm. And you don't want to bring them down, but I, by doing that, I guess we're doing something that seems a positive way of helping people rather than just going, if we're all having a lot of fun here, but some people aren't. So <laughs> yeah. just simmer down and stop asking for that PS5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should be lucky. Should be lucky you've got a roof over your head. All of that, yeah. 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 <laughs> this is Real Talk, powered by Wagon Wheels, and it's with the Dad's Net, and we are the Loose Dads. Uh, this is Luke's Dads from Dads Night. That was our chat from uh, last summer, but no, it was really Christmas. We we're talking about Christmas at Christmas, <laughs> obviously. Uh, Coach, I'm sorry, I did. I prevented you from talking about the other side of the present. So you've got the robotics for your for your yeah. boy. What's your other sort of presents that you? So the, the other the other sides are like really simple things like a TV remote, which will probably cost you like seven pound for B and M. Kids love remotes. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. pasta in a bottle. Um, grounded up Cheerios turns into sand. Pro tip: nice. if you didn't know, nice. Um, nice. Um, yeah. They can eat it. Easier to clean up. Well, it's not easy to clean up, but they can eat it better um, than eating yeah. sand. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So there's there's not always. I think kids always find things to do in the house, but you need you need to sort of simulate them. And sometimes we'll play with his McLaren for five minutes and <laughs> go pick up a rock. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here first. Rocks for Christmas for everybody. <laughs> I told you pet rocks are coming back. <laughs> uh, this has been Loose Dads. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please um, talk about it on social media. We're at Loose Dads Pod on Instagram. Uh, you can find us Loose Dads Podcasts on Facebook. We're part of the Dads Net, of course, and you can find us wherever you get your podcast and you can give us reviews, subscribe to us, tell people about it as well. That helps us get this message about this podcast around thank you very much to brads thank you very much guys it's been awesome thank you to jack cheers guys thank you thank you sparky thanks jim thanks boys and kojo thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me i look forward to joining you guys again i really enjoyed it so thank you nice, yes dude. cheers for having you on he just said that just before he blocks us all and runs away <laughs> 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 this is loose dads we're back next week loose dads a Dad's Net original podcast.